I heard Krivitz once was going to host the NFL draft. It wouldn't be Krivitz, though. It'd be like somewhere near there, but everyone would just say Krivitz. It'd yeah, be like in Pound. Right, but yeah, where's that? I was sitting near Krivitz. Yeah, up there. The, the near Krivitz geographical area is like a thousand miles. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Getting it going here on this Tuesday morning. A couple of weather notes to pass along, and we'll give you some of the staggering rain totals as uh, the faucet has now largely been turned off here in southeast Wisconsin. Get you that in a moment, but not sure how widespread this was. Maybe you saw it pop up in your phone. So you know you got the weather app there that comes with the phone? And you click on the app, and it gives you the 10-day outlook. Gives you the hourlies, and then yeah. the 10-day, yep, yep. With sort of comical degrees of accuracy sometimes. You're like, what? You ever looked at that thing, and it says 100% chance of rain right now, and you look out, and it's like not huh. raining? <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? All righty. So nonetheless, it's all based on algorithms and stuff. The data just goes in, and yep, blah, blah, blah. Yep. so you don't have any interpretation there. Nonetheless, if you saw this pop up for a little while on your phone, and I double-checked because it was going around here like, hey, did you see this? Did you see this? So I double-checked. Low temperature for next week Wednesday on the phone app had 71 and a high temperature of 109. It's about 110 degrees in this room. 109. Wow. Wow. I was like, hang on. That's impressive to know that temp, first of all, that you know that 10 days out. But <laughs> right. wow, it'd be that high. And it showed like sort of a warming trend that now it's not there anymore. It was some sort of glitch, clearly, but I was kind of excited for a little bit. Hey, <laughs> about that 109, getting his Nansky with us later. Now showing a high of just 81 degrees next Wednesday, but that was going to be a scorch. Nice job with the air conditioning, whoever. So a little drizzly this morning, rain coming to an end. Some of the rain totals, meteorologist Kristen Kershane over at TMJ4 posted the latest as of 8 p.m. yesterday. So okay. some of these have more since, but Milwaukee was already over two inches. Wauwatosa was over three Germantown at three and a half. Summers, northwest of Kenosha, so just outside of the metro area there. Your leader in the clubhouse as of 8 p.m. at 3.74 inches. What did you say you had over there, Racine? We had five. No, yeah, what do you mean you had five? Like you think you had five? No, we you had, had some five. sort of measure. <laughs> I have a measuring device out you, front. Okay, good. That's what I. And I'm, the pool is now full. Our, our weather observer in Racine, Brandon <laughs> Snide, at five inches. Yeah, wow. we have a measuring device. It's, well it's legit. Dang. And you had Beaver Dam at six? I saw Beaver Dam, uh, Fox 6 reporting six inches there. We should play the, if that were snow, game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 27 <laughs> inches or something Never, crazy. never escape from it. <laughs> a deep tunnel, by the way. I know folks always ask. This has happened for a generation of checking in. So are we releasing any untreated or partially treated sewage? Deep tunnel is holding right now. About three quarters full. I well, just checked. I, I certainly hope so. That was thing was bone, bone dry. <laughs> bone dry. <laughs> Told you yesterday. People are skateboarding in it. <laughs> Don't call here. I, no, I didn't mean to, to suggest you should try that. Local radio personality suggesting. Graffin's going to call me from MMSD. <laughs> hey, Vince, I know you're just joking, but we really don't want people skateboarding in the deep tunnel. <laughs> well, they can anyway. There's some water <laughs> right. in there now. So deep tunnel holding right now, only about three quarters full in the main tunnel. A lot of room in the others as well. So we should be good. Sports is up next. It's brought to you by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, your destination dealer. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was in Green Bay on a rainy Monday morning, officially announcing plans to welcome in the NFL Draft to Titletown for 2025. With the first pick in the 2025 NFL Draft, the NFL selects Green Bay, Wisconsin. Murph, thank you to all the work you've done. I wanted to say one quick thing about Murph. He was one of the first to say, we want to have the draft here in Green Bay. As soon as we talked about moving it around, uh, there's no one who's a greater um, supporter of this community and, and all it can do. So Murph, congratulations to you and your team for what you've done. So the NFL draft is coming to Green Bay, but Murph, according I to love the commissioner, <laughs> yes. the NFL draft is not the only thing coming to Green Bay, yeah, the apparently. Com- <laughs> the commission let this slip. Mark said 54 million, so I'm going to put the gauntlet down now. We have been getting closer to 70 recently, so we want to see the Green Bay Super Bowl get 70 million. Excuse me, pro- <laughs> sorry, oh. NFL draft. <laughs> hey, your, you just got a Super coast, Bowl. Folks. <laughs> It's going to be a cold one. I just like the reaction of the crowd. Yeah. 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 Whoa. Breaking news. The Green Bay will not host a Super Bowl. They will become, though, the 14th city to hold the NFL draft since its move outside of New York City. And the second city. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Did you? I didn't know that. I didn't either. Second city in Wisconsin to hold the NFL draft. What, do we have it in Milwaukee once? That would have been a great trivia question. Lacrosse. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee was the original. <laughs> when? I think like in, in the 40s. 1938? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it was like 48. You're close. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, from the draft to on the field where the Packers were back at practice on Monday afternoon, the team prepping for New England this week. Cutting hold a pair. was hosting it one year. <laughs> <laughs> Caledonia. <laughs> they will hold a, po- a pair of joint practices Spooner. starting on Wednesday. In preparation for Saturday night's matchup, head coach Matt LaFleur spoke to the media on Monday, sharing some thoughts on what he's learned from his QB1, Jordan Love, thus far. I think what we've seen is, you know, he's taken ownership of it. And that's obviously really tough to do when you're the backup. And I've experienced that with other guys. Um, It's been cool to see him grow and get more comfortable being the guy. And I think, uh, shoot, I thought, I don't know about you guys, but yesterday at practice, you could see he was he was out there with a little swag, and I thought he was out there executing at a high level, too. And From the Diamond to the or from the NFL to the Diamond as the first place Brewers road trip continues on. Milwaukee and L.A. To take on the Dodgers to begin a three-game set tonight. Coverage getting underway here on WTMJ beginning at 8.35. Milwaukee entering the day with a three-and-a-half game lead in the National League Central Division over both the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. It's a 9-10 first pitch. Are we staying up for that uh, <laughs> that matchup tonight? No, we are not. <laughs> but that's one before all the changes to baseball. The game would still be going on when we came in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Four-hour game on the West Coast. Right? Yeah, 9-10 uh, first pitch for the Brewers and Dodgers. Uh, it's, it's a tough stretch for the Brewers. Hopefully they can hold the... Uh, Hold true to their division lead. President Joe Biden said to visit Wisconsin today. We'll detail that visit for you next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Six twenty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presidential visit in Wisconsin today. President Joe Biden expected to spend a few hours in Milwaukee. Late morning arrival scheduled at Milwaukee Mitchell International Airport. 128th Air Refueling Wing hosts Air Force One on these visits. 
So, again, as we explained just the other week when the vice president was here, the Secret Service asked us not to give out specific details of wheels downtime, and this is where the motorcade is going. But right. if you're hearing what I'm saying, it's late morning into the noon hour when you can expect that motorcade early afternoon then from the airport to the Menominee Valley. Yeah, we're going to run some red lights. President due to speak at a company called Inga Team. If that name is familiar, I, when I heard it, I'm like, I know this. Where have I seen Inga Team? And you may have driven by the headquarters building. It's in the Menominee Valley. It's just east of American Family Field. In fact, if you park in the lots for a ball game, those lots, the other side of the freeway, right, it's kind of right there. Okay. I think they've got a big old company name like on the side of the thing. I'm like, that's where I've seen that before. So you may know it. Inga Team is an international company headquartered here. Renewable energy is their field. Is that what you've been gathering? Mm-hmm. They don't know yep. much about them. Yep. Here's the company line off the website. By electrifying society in an innovative and sustainable way through our cutting-edge technology, specializing in the conversion of electrical energy and our experience of more than 80 years providing creative solutions to specific problems. What's that mean? Wind, solar, hydroelectric. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's the business That's what theory. it means. Uh, the president expected to focus his remarks on the economy, what he and when the vice president was here just a couple of weeks ago, what they're calling Bidenomics on that President Biden's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen speaking Monday on inflation and insisting, despite what you may be seeing on your grocery bill, that the administration's actions are working to curb inflation. I still believe there is a path to continue reducing inflation while maintaining a healthy labor market. While there are risks, the evidence we have seen so far suggests we are on such a path. Secretary Yellen also adding that data shows wage gains are outpacing inflation. So their line is things cost you more, but you're making more. So that's a foreshadowing to me of the president, how he'll frame his comments, not just in Milwaukee today, but through the upcoming Mm -hmm. campaign. Okay, like we know what you see on the retail end. We know what you're seeing in terms of your bills, but you're making more. That's going to be their line. Um, so he's expected to talk about the economy. One thing he's not talking about right now, the ongoing investigation of Hunter Biden, special counsel investigating the president's son. ABC's Andy Field on that. No comment on the special counsel appointed to the president's son, but Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre had plenty to say about Republicans claiming the president did anything illegal. They keep turning up documents and witnesses showing that the president wasn't involved, uh, never discussed these business dealings, and did nothing wrong. Still, Republicans say they will keep investigating unproven business ties between Hunter Biden and his father. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. So, again, the president due around the noon hour today in the Menominee Valley, then. You're going, right? Yep. You're going to cover that for us? I will be there. Yep. I'm going to go cover the presidential visit today. you got to get there early. Like, you have mm-hmm. to get there now for the security sweep. Do <laughs> right. you have to leave early? Actually, there are a couple of sweeps. I don't have to do the first one. I have to do the second one, though. So, yeah. yeah. Tight security, as mm-hmm. you would expect when you have the of chief course. executive here in Milwaukee. Uh, this coming just ahead of the presidential debate. More on the new charges against former President Donald Trump out of Georgia coming up the bottom of the hour news. And then a live report with ABC's Stephen Portnoy just before 8 o'clock on Wisconsin's morning news. Air Force One due in Milwaukee late this morning. Brewers open a critical West Coast road trip tonight. Brandon Snide will look at how we're stacked up in the National League Central. Coming up in sports at 645. Bottoms up. So we have new details on what people prefer to drink nowadays. And I have to admit, I'm a little surprised. It's not beer. Come on. 
Forget the beer. More Americans are downing the hard stuff than ever before. According to a new Gallup survey, 31% of drinkers prefer liquor now, which has always lagged behind beer and wine. But in the past few years, it's become more and more popular. The amount of people who choose this kind of booze is the highest ever on record. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. See, I would have guessed not the hard stuff. I would have guessed like... The Trulies and the High Noons, those the seltzers. seltzers and yeah, because that. that seemed to be hot for a bit. I got a buddy who works in the distribution side of things, and he said the whole sector is down on seltzers. Not just diluted, like because there are a billion of them, Why? right? There was White Claw, and then there was everybody else. And he just said, no, like it kind of fizzled. Really? I still see them everywhere. Remember what Willy Wonka said, candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. Yeah, that's true. 637 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Four seven o'clock. Just a quick update on my exploded leg, and we're creating a bit of a save Ferris effect here. How do you mean? Right. Okay. So I don't know how you didn't if you normally listen to the show, but if you didn't hear, I blew up my leg water skiing last week up north. A little bit of bruising Literally this morning. Ex- now. Oh, really? Yeah. You're starting to get some yeah. color. Uh oh. Looking really good. Am I moving better today, though? I- you look you look more comfortable today than yesterday. Gradual improvement, okay, but I really, I hurt myself bad. Hamstring, groin, glute, all yeah, <laughs> yeah. can't do stuff. So tough. Tying shoes, tough this morning. Really? So whatever, but I'm fine. Okay, I was being an idiot on water skis. I was trying to slalom ski, and I shouldn't have, and, right? So yada, 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 that's where we are. Well, the well wishes continue to pour in. <laughs> I love it. We even, that's why I say it's kind of a save Ferris effect. Like, I'm fine, but remember in Ferris Bueller, like, all he did was skip school, but the rumor got around that he was, like, seriously yeah, hurt. Yeah, on his like, deathbed. Like, he needed a kidney. <laughs> remember the guy with the soda can? Save Ferris Bueller. Save Ferris. Save Ferris. What? Well, um, see, we're collecting money to buy Ferris Bueller a new kidney. They run about 50 Gs or so, so if you could help out. Go piss up a flagpole. <laughs> I'm sorry? You should be. Yeah. In, in this movie, playing the role of Jeannie Ferris's sister is my wife. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, not having it. As the well wishes continue to pour in. First, she didn't want to go to State Fair with me. She goes, I don't want you limping all over, and everybody's going to come up to you and say, how's the leg? How are you like, doing? She's had it, right? And, and she's right. Like, I'm fine. Right. We got a card at the house yesterday. A card? <laughs> like a go, like a, a well nice card, card, yes. Best wishes for a speedy recovery. <laughs> from a friend of our family. Oh, very nice. Who's very kind and nice. That's very sweet. I open that, she's like, what's this? I'm like, so it's a card wishing me <laughs> the best on a speedy recovery. The eye roll... And then her, if your name shows up on a water tower, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, because it'll happen. (laughs) What else did they say? Save Vitrano. It was that one girl. If Ferris dies, this guy in my biology class says he's giving his eyes to Stevie Wonder. (laughs) That's so sweet. So I'm fine. Everything is fine. Appreciate the well wishes. So cancel the flowers that we ordered. Right. My, We're sending those today. My leg may be fine, but my marriage is in rough shape. <laughs> well, by the way, I hope your son is feeling better. I beg your pardon? Tell him all the guys at the station here are pulling for him. Hmm? <laughs> 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Brewers are back in action tonight following their day off on Monday. Milwaukee and L.A. to take on the Dodgers to begin a three-game set tonight. Coverage gets underway here on WTMJ beginning at 8.35. Milwaukee entering the day with a three-and-a-half game lead in the NL Central Division over both Chicago and Cincinnati. Retired NFL star Michael Orr has alleged in a court filing that part of his story is, in fact, false. Instead of adopting him, he claims the Tui family established a conservatorship in which they profited from his name, image, and likeness. And lastly, tragic news out of the football world where Alex Collins, the former Arkansas running back who went on to play five seasons in the NFL, has died after he was involved in a motorcycle crash in Florida on Sunday night. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. Once again, it is officially that time of year in baseball. Class is back in session in schools. The end of summer sales are booming, and the Brewers, as they have trended over the last five seasons, are back in the race for the division title. Milwaukee enters the day with a three-and-a-half game lead over both the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds, which feels like a comfortable lead, and don't get me wrong, it is. In fact, it's the largest lead since April in the division for any team. But these next two weeks, these next two weeks will be the determining factor on how this race takes shape. The Brewers will embark on a tough back-to-back road matchup with division leaders in the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Texas Rangers, two of the league's best. Meanwhile, the Cubs will face off with the reeling White Sox, who the Brewers just swept, and get a visit from the second-to-last worst team in baseball, the Kansas City Royals. The Reds' schedule, on the other hand, is a little bit less favorable than the Cubs, but still relatively more manageable than Milwaukee's. If And it's a big if. The Brewers can withstand these next six games and get back to Milwaukee by the end of August with their current lead. They will be in a prime position to take another division crown, especially while getting some key guys back from the injured list. If they falter and allow those red-hot Chicago Cubs to catch up, unfortunately, it'll feel like 2022 all over again. And the questions about this club's future will begin to creep into existence. Just like fire, turning up the way, looking at the world up for just one day. Watch this man is gonna push No one can be just like me anywhere. 6.51 on Wisconsin's morning news. Pink in concert, American Family Field. The place was packed Monday night. The stage was massive. You seen the video or the pictures from in there? Yeah, like, it's incredible. Incredible what they can turn that place into in a mm-hmm. matter of days. Let's get this After a series of opening acts, that's Pink taking the stage. Looked like someone gave her a cheese head also. Post I saw on Twitter showed her with the cheese head in hand. The post read, I'm still wondering if anyone told Pink she's supposed to wear the cheese head. (laughs) I don't know about all that, but... Obligatory had to do sure. it. Love to hear your reviews too. If you were in the house, Old National Bank talk and text line is 855 616 1620 if you want to tell us how the show was. We've got a review for you this morning. Our friend Lori Nickel, two time sports writer of the year for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, also apparently a pink fan and in attendance at the show. Boy, tough turnaround for you, Lori. Thanks for the early wake up today <laughs> post concert. Yeah, I'm going right back to sleep as soon as this is over. And you can't wear <laughs> you can't wear a cheese head on a blonde uh, mohawk. It just doesn't work. So that's why I'm pretty sure she didn't put it on. Was it given to her? Did, was it, did she just walk out with it? Like what happened there? I'm 
I'm not sure if it was given to her. Like, people were wearing them, and, and some of them <laughs> yes. were even spray-painted pink and stuff. But she just looked at the person, and she's like, is that for me? No, are you giving me that? And all of a sudden, you know, it's up to her on stage and stuff. I but, can have you know, this? So, Great. Yeah, right. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, this." Is, she thought it was like a blanket. And I'm like, oh, boy, you know, I can." she probably doesn't watch a whole lot of football. So she'll probably be educated on that. Surprised that hasn't happened. Today. She's no stranger to Milwaukee. She's had a number of shows yeah, here. I know true. she did a big show at Fiserv not too long ago, right? For sure. For Yeah, she, well, and also she did Summerfest, yeah. too. So that's where she first did, like, the flying through the air stuff. So. And I'm assuming but, yeah. she flew through the air last night, right? That was, I mean, I had to just look up, you know, she's 43 years old, and not that age matters. You know, she's in incredible shape. But she's flying all over this place that I'm used to seeing foul balls and home runs. Yeah. And, you know, I... And she didn't like just, she does so much of that acrobatic stuff near the stage. But when she goes out into the stadium and goes out to all the seats and stuff, I couldn't believe it. She wasn't like gliding slowly. She was just, she shot out like within seconds. So it was amazing. A lot of respect for her. So how is the crowd? Sorry about my voice. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Ears are ringing. How is the crowd? How was yeah. getting in and out of the place with all the issues and oh, the rain yeah. and whatnot? You know, it was, so we followed the rules. Like the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel said, get there early and all that stuff. So we did. I mean, she didn't start playing till 9 p.m., but my friend and I were there like by 4.30, you know, and we tailgated in the rain and sat in the car and stuff. So we got there early and I'm lucky. I mean, I'm from the South side. My father worked at Harnischweger P and H, you know, I know that I know the side streets, so I didn't even deal with I-94 getting out. And, um, the, but the people who were trying to get onto the freeway and were kind of stuck with their routes, they were stuck. They weren't moving anywhere. And that's the key. Um, for me, if you take, like, if you get out of there and like I was on the South side and took national Avenue if you were to do that and then, like, even go up to the Pettit Center or something and catch a freeway there, that would have been a much better option for those people who were stuck. But I got out of there pretty quickly just because I know the, that's my turf. You know, sports right. writers are at that. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt with the area. bad for the. Yeah, I felt bad. There were people stuck and it was pouring rain. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was better. Like, Foo Fighters. Um, in 2021 down at the Summerfest ground, that was really rough. There's not as many arteries to get out, you know, because you have the lake, you have like Michigan stuff. So this is still a great venue for people to get out if they want to. I think you just have to be flexible or plan it out a little bit um, if you want to escape or just deal with waiting. That has been an issue, it seems like, uh, over the course of several months, the last couple of years, people complaining about getting out or into some of the parking structures, whether it's at AmFam or elsewhere. It, are we expecting like more and more shows at AmFam every year? Because it seems like the number of shows on the outfield are growing year after year. Yeah, you all reported for, first time we've had four shows at AmFam in a season. So that's a great, I wonder, have you, that's my first time seeing a concert there. Have you guys ever seen a concert there? I worked the Morgan Wallen concert earlier this year. You know, my wife and I have been doing concessions to raise money for uh, the high school, for the band and stuff. And uh, so that was 
so we were there hyper early, so no issues for us. But yeah, it, it seems like a great venue. Everybody loves it. There's, you know, they said the sound is is fantastic. Yeah, the sound was great. Our seats kind of sucked because the um, <laughs> infield. It is a weird setup to me. I mean, she, you know, the infield, the baseball infield diamond had no fans or anything, and I was in the seventh row, but I was between home plate and third base and pink was, you know, in the outfield, like basically. So I don't know if I loved, um, where no complaints, but as far as like, it is a perfect venue though, for a big concert. I mean, there were what, 45,000 people there. Um, I think it's a great draw for us for Milwaukee. If, if there were more parking lot attendants and staff and people, like working the lanes to get people out quicker, it might help a little bit, but I know there's staffing issues and all that kind of stuff. It can be done. I just was kind of surprised. Like there were some streets that I turned on getting out of the stadium that my friend Amy and I were like, that's open, right? Like we didn't see anybody. And I'm like, well, this is what I Are we the only ones who know about this? All right. (laughs) Right. And I thought, boy, if, if other people knew about this, they would be getting out easier. So I think, to me, a little bit more staffing would help um, get people in, especially out, you know, when everybody's leaving at the same time. But I think if you're dealing with something like this, you know you're going to be in for, you know, some traffic jams and things like that. So are you so writing the review probably, today or is Piet Levy? Or did they just say, well, Laura, you're going to be does. there anyway. Just write us up a quick review. No, he is. Do- I just <laughs> okay. looked. It's not up yet. I'm sure he's doing it. But yeah. she, he's got a lot to write about. She was fantastic. Lori Nickel, two-time sports writer of the year. Glad uh, glad you had a good show, and back to bed to you. Yes, <laughs> thanks, guys. You can listen Stop to the rest of the that. show on the podcast, okay? <laughs> okay. okay. Thanks, <laughs> I know you never miss a moment. <laughs> 6.58 on Wisconsin's Morning News.